Maddie. And I'm Emma. And this is the Content Creatives Podcast. Our mission is to inspire creatives to discover, grow, and own their brand. And with 2022 just around the corner, I literally can't believe it's almost here. Literally, and like by the time this is released, it's going to be like a month out. So that is absolutely insane. And with that, you guys are probably thinking about new goals that you want to set as a content creator. And there are so many ways to grow as a content creator. So today, we are going to be sharing a few ways that you can set some intentions around growth this year. But before we get started, let's do our question of the day. And the question of the day is, what's one way you've grown this year? Ah, that's a nice one. I'm trying to think. (laughs) (laughs) I can go first. Yeah, yeah, you go. Okay, you can noodle on it. Um, Okay, I'll probably say like two different ways I've grown this year. And so um, one of the biggest things that I'm like been very happy about has been like with the podcast in our community, like how much that has grown. And like at the beginning of the year, when we were talking about like, you know, driving 10,000 monthly downloads. And like, I just checked yesterday and we're at 14,000 monthly downloads. Like to me, I'm just like, it's really like grown quite a, quite a bit. And so I'm super, super grateful, you know, for like our mini team, me, you and Sam, Sam is, you know, been very supportive in this whole (laughs) podcast journey. Um, um, and was there at the very beginning and, um, also very, very thankful for like all our podcast listeners who like continue to like tune in, listen in, even participate in like creator money. Like I thought that was like really cool. Um, so yeah, like the podcast has been like, I think a really big, big thing for me around growth. And so, um, wanted to call that out. Um, second way, just like hitting my revenue target for 2021 every year I hit like every year I set a really audacious revenue target. And then every year I've just like managed to hit it. And so, um, we are going to be doing a podcast episode on like how to set a revenue goal for a year. Um, that's coming up soon. Um, have that in the pipeline. So hopefully that'll be really helpful, but yeah, that was like really big for me to like secure 200,000 in brand partnerships. I mean, like we're both micro influencers. And so like, I always thought like, you know, a few years ago that you'd need like you know, a hundred thousand, 500,000 followers to like make six figures and like replace your former corporate salary. And so, um, that was like major for me. And at this point it's like, oh my gosh, like whatever you, like I set my mind to, like, I'm like, you know, I've just like gained so much confidence in myself. I'm like, okay, like feeling like really good about this. And so, um, yeah, those are two ways. Podcasts, finish revenue goal, all right, friend, it's Yay. your turn. Sorry. That was much longer than it probably No, I love it. I'm so proud of you, friend. I'm actually going to, I think I'm going to echo that. Cause I think with the podcast, I've just been like, so it's just been so cool, like watching it grow and like seeing people talking about it on Instagram and tagging us. And then, oh my gosh, our podcast Facebook group is over 400 strong now. Like what? And like we also had Kim. Yes. We, sulky. I know literally like, I don't know. I just think it's been so cool to like watch that kind of growth. And I guess participate in it and just like being a part of, I think has just been so cool. And then, yeah, same here with like the revenue goal. I, I haven't like laid it out. Like I've like, I need to like put everything together, but I am 99% sure I have hit my revenue goal or am on track to you're much better at like keeping pretty like regular tabs on that. I do that like 
really on like a quarterly basis. <laughs> so I like, I think high level that I have, I just need to like sit down and look at like what's in the pipe for Q4 and what's going to close out. Um, but I'm pretty sure I hit it or at least I'm very, very close to, which I think is super cool. Cause I remember when we set that goal at the beginning of the year, I was like, there's no freaking way I'm hitting a hundred thousand, but screw it. <laughs> I'm gonna put that no. as my intention into the universe. And here we are. I know. And I, we'll obviously like get into it. Right. But like, there's some, we've talked about this, like when you are able to like say it out loud, share it with a friend, like write it down, whatever that like goal or that intention is, there's just like that much more power to it. And even if it's scary, I mean, like there's a lot of scary things that every, you know, people have said in the past, things that haven't been done before, but just because you haven't done it before doesn't mean you can't do it. And so very proud of you, friend. I literally was like, what's your revenue? You. I know. I like made you say it out loud and then, <laughs> and then look at you, you did it. Okay. All right. So we'll We're just jump into it. <laughs> we'll jump into today's episode. And a big reason why we wanted to talk about growth today is because growing as a content creator and an influencer means different things for different people. Some people view growth as a following number and others view growth as a mastery of skill. And so today we're breaking down six ways you can define growth as a content creator. So when you sit down this weekend or next weekend to lay out your 2022 goals and intentions, hopefully this podcast episode helps you think about what growth means to you. So the first way we're going to be talking about growth is financial goals. So meeting your revenue targets is probably something that comes top of mind when you think about growth as a content creator. So if you haven't set a revenue target before, basically what that means is that you basically say by the end of this year, by the end of 2022, here's how much money I want to bring in for my brand and business. So many Fortune 500 businesses, small businesses, and content content creators define growth with some monetary value in mind. And if you're thinking about determining your financial revenue goal for the first time, I actually recommend checking out my course, how to set goals for your brand and business. There's all these examples in there about how to set your financial revenue goal with graphics. And again, as I mentioned at the top of the podcast, we're going to be doing a full episode on this as well to help kind of talk you through it um, because it is pretty intimidating. I would say if you're like setting a revenue goal for the first time, because you might be a lot of people jump to like, well, how will I do this? But sometimes you just have to focus on like the intention and the why. And so very excited to share that podcast episode soon. And then for me personally, you guys, again, financial goals is one of the ways that I measure growth as a content creator. And I track my revenue goals over year over year. And so um, 2017, I just made a revenue goal to break even and pay for the cost of photography because I was hiring photographers for gifted brand partnerships and earning no money. And so just wanted to break even. And then I was able to achieve that goal. And I just started setting bigger and bigger goals every year. So 2018, it was $10,000. 2019, it was $40,000. 2020 was 90,000. I wanted to match my former corporate salary. Um, And then 2021 was 200,000. And so I've just like pretty much just like continued to like challenge myself year over year, but when for me personally, I always get questions around this. Like we've talked about this too. in like the, how you're motivated podcast episode, since like I'm achievement motivated, like it's been really critical for me to set those financial goals. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, so just wanted to share a little bit about that. And so, um, 
Yeah. Look that's go, friend. I know. Thanks, friend. Um, financial goals obviously is something I'm very passionate about because I mean, you know that yeah. we really believe in like be- being paid for your work as a creator. Um, no matter like what size you are, whether you're a nano influencer, micro influencer, mega influencer, um, the well, money is out there. It. Yeah, the yes, money's out yes. there. We need to talk about it. Like it again, if we don't, I think that's like the easiest way for quote unquote the system <laughs> to kind of like really to screw us over if we don't talk about it and share how much we're making. And then also just like set goals for ourselves. And like, again, when I set that goal last year with you, like, I remember I like set it and I was like, I think a hundred thousand. And we were like, Oh, <laughs> you know, and it's just like having that stuff, like, yeah, putting it out into the universe as like dumb as that set. Like I, I get, I know saying putting it out into the universe sounds like this, like big, like woo woo kind of thing. It's, it's really not like it yeah. is like setting an intention, putting it down and saying like, no, this is what is going to happen so that every time in the back of your mind, like when you go to sign a deal with a brand or a brand reaches out about a potential collaboration and you think in the back of your mind, you're like, oh, okay. Like, uh, like, you know, you're offering me 500, like that's pretty small and compared to my a hundred thousand dollar goal. Like, is that actually going to help me get there? Is this worth my time? Like, it makes you start questioning it. It's like, is it actually worth that $500 or is it worth my time? And kind of like thinking, I think it just like helps put things into perspective. Even if you don't always think about it in comparison to your goal, I think it will change your mindset at least a little bit when it comes to your financial goals, just having that out there. For sure. And I think one of the biggest things too, and we're, we'll do an in-depth episode about this, right? You start seeing your time as being worth something because it's not just about getting, I mean, it's awesome to get, you know, a $200 dress, but once you start to like break down how much time it actually takes to like create that one Instagram post and those three stories, then you can start like weighing out that opportunity cost and like starting to realize like, actually, you know what, like on top of this $200 dress, I'm going to charge $200 because I need to be compensated for my time. So, so yeah, financial goals, first way might decide to, you know, measure and track growth as a content creator. Set those financial goals, baby. All right. (laughs) The next way is diversifying your platform. So we've talked about this a good amount. Another good way that you can define growth as a content creator is by expanding your brand by diversifying your platforms. So in 2022, you might've set your eyes on developing and cultivating like your YouTube channel, for example, or you might have a goal to launch your own podcast. Hey, let's be podcast buddies. <laughs> you want to, you know, own a channel outside of Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Cause you know, it is scary as a content creator, not you don't own Instagram. You don't own like yet like you've seen those horror stories of people's accounts getting hacked and everything like and so with that kind of fear in mind like not just the fear but also like wanting to grow and kind of expand your reach to different people and like understand like different platforms is probably something that's top of mind for you and if it's not it's definitely something to consider and you want to be able to publish content without the interference of like changing algorithms so having different platforms is a great way to build brand security as well, but building new platforms takes time, research and energy. And if you're on the sprout sprout stage as a content creator, which Emma has shared this graphic a few times, I think we've shared it on the podcast, Facebook group too. Mm -hmm. 
And we've done a whole podcast episode on it. Mm -hmm. Yes. So go back and listen to those if you don't know what we're talking about. But if you are in the sprout stage as a creator, you're probably balancing, you're already balancing an existing platform and you know how much time and effort it took to build that first platform. So we recommend just to be patient with yourself and give yourself an entire year to figure out a new platform. Don't be like, by the end of the month, I'm going to figure out Pinterest. Like, even though, yes, it can be like Pinterest, like you can, it can be as simple as you make it. You can just pin stuff. Like I think we did an episode on this. And if we didn't, I did a blog post on like Pinterest and how I use tailwind and stuff for my Pinterest. But like, even then I've been able to like figure out Pinterest, automate it. And I actually like got, gosh, I can't remember what my Pinterest was at, at its height, but it was like a couple million, I think monthly views or something like that. I can't remember. Um, I need to go back and look at the blog post because I have a horrible memory. Um, but like, I like that took a lot of time and energy to get to that point, but you can automate it to a degree. Like in my blog post, I talk about like the things that I did to automate. Like I spent an hour every month pinning and just like lining it up in tailwind so that I don't have to think about it for the rest of the month. But now I'm at the point where I'm just like, you know what this is like, even though it's only an hour, I kind of want that hour back. And so like, I've started thinking of different ways that I can, you know, maybe ha- like I'm, t- we've talked to Kari on the podcast before and she does Pinterest management. So I think I might work with her to do that. Cause it's, it is hard like maintaining those platforms because not only is it the time that you're putting into it, but it's also the energy and remembering that you have to do it. And like also switching mindsets. Like for me, I'm like, okay, I'm creating content right now. And then I have to switch mindset to Pinteresting and like, even if like with all of that, even if it is a simpler platform to adapt to, like once you learn Pinterest and like learn Tailwind, like you can navigate it somewhat easily, but it's the time and energy that you invest into it. That is really what takes so much time. So that's why we say, give yourself a year guys, because even if it's just like, oh, well, I'm just pinning it. it, it it's a lot more than that. Yeah, for sure. And I think one thing I just wanted to remind everyone Remember you guys like Facebook and Instagram went down for six hours just a few weeks ago or a month ago, whenever that was. And so many creators freaked out. And if you are a creator and you have other platforms going on, like for me, especially, I was like, oh, it went down. Like I was like, okay, like, all right, I'm just going to like write a blog post and like prep the next podcast outline, like hop on Twitter, get on TikTok. Like I'm, I'm on other platforms. So like for me, it's like, don't get me wrong. Like Instagram is a big platform where I like bring on brand partnerships, but like I have other platforms where my brand exists outside of that. And so even though like, I'm like, come on, you guys, like it's Facebook. They're like a global multi-billion dollar company with lots of engineers. They're not going to let Instagram like collapse. Just, hopefully, yeah. <laughs> hopefully not. Hopefully not. I mean, you know what? Let me knock on wood. You never know. I'll knock on wood too. <laughs> but, um, but at the same time, right. Like I think Uh, depending on like where you're at in your content creator journey and stage, like if you are already at the spot where you've diversified platforms, that probably wasn't as scary to you. I mean, yeah. So, um, yeah, I would definitely like recommend if you are heading into 2022 and like you've put your time and energy in one platform, like Instagram, and you're looking to just expand and like diversify like your platforms, this would be one area that I would really look at and like see what platform makes sense for your communication style. And then also like evaluate your time because again, like it can be as simple as 
pinning, it can be simple as, you know, doing one tweet a day, but it it does take some time to like evaluate, like what you're going to do with the platform and like what content are you going to produce on it? So your strategies and stuff Mm -hmm. and like figuring out like even, yeah, like it's, it's a lot, a lot more goes in, which I'm sure all of, you know, like as you've built out your platforms, everyone's like, oh, it's so easy to be an influencer. You just take a picture and post it. We all know that it's not the case. (laughs) It's not. It's not the case. All right, you guys. So the third way to consider growth as a content creator is expanding your revenue streams. Aside from expanding your brand, your goal might be diversify your revenue streams as a content creator. So here are a few examples of expanding your revenue streams as a creator. Number one, a digital product. So you might have identified that you're interested in launching your first course. Number two, a physical product. You might have figured out that you want to launch a cookbook. And so you are excited to head into 2022 and find out all the different steps it takes to gather recipes, find a publisher and launch that physical cookbook. Number three, also a physical product example, which is you're interested in designing your own planner or home organizing kit. Um, When I think about this, I actually think of the home edit and their collaboration with the container store top of mind of me right now because it is on my Christmas list to get the pantry organization <laughs> set. I have been influenced. Yes, I know. Okay. Number the influencer has been influenced. I, I've been influenced. Number four is events. So events is also a revenue stream. Is stream. You might be interested in hosting workshops in your city. <clears throat> and then number five is another digital product example, which is you're ready to bring on podcast advertisers onto your show. So like developing a new platform, Figuring out how to make money as a content creator takes time, research, and energy. Choosing to sell your first product or service to your audience might be a huge undertaking. And so we recommend like putting this intention out there, like at the beginning of 2022, especially if you're serious about starting to take your side hustle, you know, full time or full time or more seriously. Um, if you are interested in learning more about your revenue streams, we did a whole podcast episode um, just a few episodes back. It's Creator Money Week, your revenue streams. Highly recommend you go back and listen to that episode. Also, hey, heard that heard that one tidbit about bringing podcast advertisers onto your show. Wink, That's wink. That's us. We're that trying. may or may not be Hello, in the brands. plans for the future. Hi, brands. Work with us. Um, to the podcast (laughs) we're putting our intention out there despite the fact that we talk about like several brands a lot like we still do not have podcast advertisers so we're putting it out of the universe that's an intention for the coming year too speaking of growth goals so we're doing that too you guys slowly but surely (laughs) we are learning and then the next one is understanding your audience so one of the most common ways that people determine growth is the number of followers they have but we challenge you guys to think about expanding your audience with more intention than just the number so a few leading questions that you can ask if you're wanting to expand your audience one do you want to develop a deeper relationship with your audience two how do you want to develop a deeper relationship with your audience? And three, who is your target audience? What kind of content do you need to make to attract that general audience? Because the truth is, if you're focusing on diversifying your platforms, you will naturally expand your audience. It's more productive for you to think about what type of content your target audience is going to respond to on your designated platforms, but rather than, you know, focusing on like, oh, well, I just want to grow because focus that, that kind of mindset makes you, you know, check your follower count every day and then get disappointed when it's slow growth or even like stagnant because 
you need to invest your energy into the things that are actually going to bring that audience in. Yeah, for sure. And again, like, it's not that you can't have a following number goal. I know that's like really important for a lot of creators. Like you can totally set that goal, but I would like advise like alongside that following number goal, I would think of ways on like, how can you better understand your audience? So they can, you know, so you, you can expand your audience. Cause if you don't know what your audience is responding to, how do you even grow? Like you don't have yeah, a exactly. good understanding of like what they're saving, what they're sharing, what they're going to you for, like all of that stuff, like it can't happen unless like you actually like know your audience inside and out. Absolutely. All right, you guys. So the last way that you might define growth as a creator is mastering your skills. So in addition to expanding your audience and understanding them, growth as a content creator might mean mastering your skills. Content creators wear lots of different hats and juggle skills like photography and video editing, videography and video editing, writing and editing, SEO, Pinterest management, negotiating, project management, If there's a specific skill you're interested in developing, you might make it goal this year to master that skill. So for example, with the rise of TikTok and Reels, a lot of creators are looking to develop short form video content. Taking and editing videos is really different from taking and editing photos. Videos require a different level of planning, storytelling, and entertainment. And it's not it's not as easy as a lot of people think might it is. I mean, some people, maybe it, it did come really naturally, but I know for a lot of us, you guys, like it took me a long time to like get comfortable with TikTok. And I'm still say. adjusting. I feel like, I'm, I, yeah, yeah, same here. It's just like finding your kind of like the way, because you have a tone with Instagram, you have a brand with Instagram, TikTok. It's so like finding a way to portray that brand through video is an entirely different beast. And now I'm like starting to like bring my personality out a little bit more in my videos, which is great. You've seen, cause like, I liked doing that on like stories, but I wasn't sure how to do that on TikTok without like completely distracting from the brand, like without just being like funny and ridiculous and not having anything to do with like my content. But I feel like I've found like a decent balance with the stuff that we've been doing so it's a little funkier but it's more fun (laughs) so here we go but yeah it takes forever to like figure out how how that translates and then yeah thank you guys so much for listening to this week's podcast episode please remember to rate review and recommend the podcast to a friend and if we haven't connected yet on instagram you guys can find us at emma's edition at mad cray and at content creatives podcast sign up for our email newsletter join us on facebook and we will see you guys next time bye